Thank you for joining us today on our media platform. We want to wish everyone a happy Memorial Day, as well giving honor to those who is serving, have served, and will serve our great country. We salute you. In this video from our Memorial Day parking lot service, Pastor Tim preaches a message entitled, Making Memorials. Now, let's go listen to Pastor Tim. I don't believe that we can hear God's word and not be encouraged or uplifted in some way. Amen. His word is light. His word is a lamp unto our feet. And in today's world, the world we live in today, they're searching for all kinds of answers. They're searching for answers in a vaccine. They're searching for answers in the financial institutions around the world. They're searching for some kind of help and some kind of uh, comfort that will help us and, and give us comfort today. But I have news for you today. The best comforting words that you could ever hear is God is still in control. Amen. Give him a hand. Give him that honk of praise this morning. Amen. It's a weekend again that we're remembering all of our fallen soldiers and all of our uh, loved ones and those that have went on before us. And it's a weekend that we spend in memory. And it's a weekend that we set aside so that we can celebrate the lives of those who helped us and encouraged us and, and helped us get through. And today I want to share a message with you that I believe will help you if you take it home with you today. I believe it will help you out of this dark place that the world seems to be in today. The title to this message is Making Memorials. And today I want to share some things with you because if you're human, you are continually making memorials in your life. As your life goes and as you continue to live your life every day, you are making memorials every day of your life. I, I believe this with all my heart that this weekend, as we set it aside, this weekend will not pass until you have made some kind of memorial in your life that you will remember the rest of your life. And today, I'm praying that it's all good stuff. I'm praying that we are getting in touch with God, and we're allowing God to make those memorials in our lives. You know, we are God's creation, and we were created with a memory. Some folks have their memory haunt them, and some folks use their memory to help them. But one of the things that we have to understand is God put a memory in us for a reason, and that we can go into a lot of psychology and we can go into a lot of different things. But today I want to share these two things with you. Your memory is within you to help you get through things and stuff. I don't know about you, but there are times when I really get down and my memory kicks in and it helps me to gain strength and I'm able to get through situations because I remember goodness and I remember things that were done for me to help me get through. So today we are constantly as humans making memorials in our lives. You know, I shared this with one of my granddaughters the other day. We are experiencing a monumental time. Every single one of us are going through something that we never have been through before and probably never will again, I pray. But we are creating memories and memorials as we go through this time that we're in. It is difficult. This pandemic, this COVID-19, the corona, coronavirus, whatever you're calling it, I call it the coronasaurus. 
it's here and we we are building memories and making memorials as we drudge through this and as we get ourselves through this today i guarantee you every one of us from this moment on uh, for the rest of our lives we will mark this weekend uh, uh, Memorial Weekend 2020 will always come back in our lifetime as that was the weekend that we were in the middle or at the end or facing uh, the crisis and facing the pandemic. It will be a memorial in our lives. It'll be something that we'll tell our great-grandchildren. I hope I'm long enough to have great-grandchildren, but again, we'll be telling those past us about what we went through during this time. Each one of us will have some type of marker or some type of memory, and we will mark that time, and we will know that that is what we went through during the time in 2020. It's so important that we understand the power of our memory. See, sometimes it can be a fault. Sometimes we use our memory, and the devil will use our memory to come against us. But we need to remember our memory is there also for us to gain and have strength to get through situations. I want to read this because I, I typed it out this morning and I want to read it exactly how the Holy Spirit gave it to me this morning. We are the best at making memorials to help us. And everyone who comes along after us, they'll remember the special moments because we've made memorials and we can remind them of what we went through. You know, we make monuments uh, that tell the whole story. We make statues that express the event or the person. We make headstones and markers to let everyone know about the importance of a person uh, who has left this world. We make landmarks to remind us of special people and special events. We make plaques to display on the walls so that people can be reminded of great efforts or great achievements. We even make parks and we uh, make special roads that remind us of special people or special things. So there are times when I'm reminded as I go fishing, uh, there are times I'm reminded as I cast out uh, uh, the bait that I'm using, I'm reminded of my father because that, that I connect with that because my father took me fishing and he taught me how to fish. Uh, and, and every time I cast uh, out into the water and I use a, a fishing pole, it's a memorial to me and it reminds me uh, of my childhood and how I was raised and how good my father was to me. Every time, this may sound crazy, but every time I eat something special, it reminds me of my mother. And sometimes she would make certain things, and, and, and Dina was fortunate enough to be around our house a lot when my mother was there cooking, and she would teach her how to cook certain things. And there are times when I, that I have to go to my wife and I have to say, Dina, can you cook this tonight? I've really been craving this. And when she cooks it, I'm sitting there and I'm eating, but guess what? That's, that food is a memorial to me, and it reminds me of how good my mother was and how my mother did these things for me. So today we're constantly creating memorials. And today I wanna challenge you, my goal in this message is today to challenge you to make sure that you have the memorials of Jesus Christ and what Jesus did for you in your life every day, amen? Give, give him a honk of praise this morning.
We need to be constantly reminded every day, whatever it takes for you, we need to be reminded every day. The memorials need to be in our lives every day to remind us about Jesus and what he did for us. And today I want to share some good news with you that will help us today. We need to jog our memories today. We need to uh, uh, set something there that helps us remember uh, what Jesus did for us. And sometimes we forget. And I'm going to be honest with you. There are times when it gets real difficult and I go into really hard, dark places in my life uh, forced on me by the world. And I begin to forget what Jesus did for me. And I begin to focus on the problem. And all of a sudden, now the memorials of Jesus in my life are beginning to dissipate, and they're not there, and I'm allowing the evil and the hard things in my life to override my memory, and it's time that we really, truly grab a hold of this message today. There should not be a day go by that we don't focus and allow memories of what Jesus did for us on the cross and the tomb. Amen. We need it every day of our lives. You know, today we we visit some memorials, and we'll do this, and we'll do that, and, and and again, notice I have a clipboard today. I'm not dealing with the wind like I I do every every time we do this outdoors, and and obviously there's not much wind today, but we figured it out, amen. I want to share some things with you that I believe will help us and and remind us of how good God is. You know, if we go back into the Word of God, we're going to find out that all throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament, we find that God wants us to make memorials. If we look at Israel, every time there was a triumph, every time there was something great that God did, he wanted them to make a memorial. He wanted that there so that they would never forget God's goodness to them. He wanted it there so that they could know that when their children saw the memorials or when the children came and saw what the memorial was sitting there, they would be able to tell the story to their children and their children's children. God loves when we have memorials in our lives, and he knows how we are. Now, I'm going to be blunt and honest this morning. He knows how you and I are. He knows how quickly we forget how good he is. He knows, God knows how quick we forget that God was there for us yesterday and God will be there for us today. And guess what? God will be there for us tomorrow. Amen. We quickly forget because we're human. We get caught up in our situation and we forget that God is still there and he's still in control and he's still taking care of us and watching over us. He still loves us and he still is there for us in every way. You know, Israel is a great example of these very things. You know, Israel had so many stories where God stepped in and did great things. But soon after he did those great things, Israel had a tendency to forget. I just need to mention a few things. Uh, when they left Egypt, it wasn't long till they were complaining about not being back in Egypt. When God would send manna down from heaven to feed them, it wasn't long till they got tired of the manna and they forget where the manna came from and they forgot that God was taking care of them. 
You know, I can go down the list, the water from the rock, the parting of the Red Sea, that experience that they went through, the victory at Jericho. Man, we could go down the list and go down the list. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling convicted this morning because God has took out a lot of Jerichos in my life. God has put water and brought water from rocks in my life. God has reached down in many ways and touched me in so many ways. And not short after that, guess what? Pastor forgot what God had done for me. Amen. Man, we need to remember every day the goodness and the greatness of God. We must have memorials set up in our lives every day so that we know that Jesus is there and Jesus has blessed us. We need to have those memorials every day in our lives to remember that Jesus finished the work that his father gave him. And the cross means everything today. Amen. As somebody said, well, the resurrection is what it's all about. Well, I got news for you. There would be no resurrection without the cross. Amen. It took the sacrifice and the cross before we could get everything else done. So today I want to share with you uh, a scripture and a passage. And if you're, uh, some people have their Bibles on their phone. But this is in Joshua chapter 4, uh, verses 1 through 9. And I want to read it to you. And this is out of the NIV. Uh, so I just want you to hear uh, the word here. It says, when the whole nation had finished crossing the Jordan, there had been just a great, another great miracle. God had opened up the Jordan and they had come across the Jordan. The Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the tribe, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men he had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe. And he said to them, go over before the ark of the Lord, your God, in the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of Israel, to serve as a sign among you in the future when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? You will tell them that the flow of the Jordan was cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, when they crossed the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites as the Lord had told Joshua and they carried them over with them to their camp where they put them down. Joshua set up the 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at that spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood. They put a memorial there, not only for the Israelites to remember, but for their children and their children's children to remember. You know, it's easy to go through our day today and not pick up our Bibles. It's easy in the world we live in today to go through a day and maybe forget to pray like we need to pray. It's easy to go through and face the battles that we face every day of our lives, and especially in the time frame we're in today. It's easy to maybe get through a day, and you have struggled so much in that day that you have forgotten to go to your memorial, and that memorial is Jesus and what Jesus did on the cross. 
And today I want to share with you, I want to remind you some things that will help you uh, in your memory to remember the cross. There are two things that I try to remember every day of my life. The number one thing is I remember the cross. I remember that this symbol, this thing right here, this cross and what it means to me and, and the power that's behind it, it's something that delivers me out of the most darkest times of my life when I begin to think about the cross and what Jesus did for me at the cross. Amen. Let's give him a honk of praise this morning. You know, you might need to be reminded, so I want to remind you today. There are seven things that I want to talk to you about the cross because the second thing that I always remember in my day, somewhere in my day I have a memorial set. Every day I think about the empty tomb and what that means to me uh, also. But I want to share with you maybe some things you had forgot that the cross does for us. Some things that you may want to put in your pocket and take with you everywhere that you go and use it against the devil every chance you get. Now, because of the cross, I don't have to forgive myself for what I've done in my past. Guess what? God's already forgiven me. There are some people who live under such condemnation because of what they used to do or who they used to be. And the devil always sits on that shoulder and he begins to say, you'll never be worth anything. God cannot love you because of your past. You're, you're not worth anything right now because you, you did so many bad things in your past. It may have just been a divorce. It may have been something that you've done as a child. It may have been something that you've done uh, when you were in a bad situation and you did it. And the devil loves to bring that back to your memory. But I got news for you today. Because of the cross, guess what? I can forgive myself. You can forgive yourself because Jesus Christ has already forgiven you. That's what the cross has done. Amen. Give him a hunk of prayer. And guess what? Now because of the cross, I can forgive others because he forgave me. You know, this is something that's really difficult to do in the world we live in today because, man, this world we're in today, it just, it's, it's just, man, fend for yourself. And if somebody does something to you, you need to get them back somehow. But I believe the cross set me free from, from uh, harboring unforgiveness in my life, which eats us up. Unforgiveness binds us, and it, it, it puts us in a place to where we're strapped, and we can't. Uh, you know, I've always said this. If you're harboring unforgiveness towards somebody who's done something for you uh, against you, guess what? It's hurting you more than it's hurting them, I guarantee you. But see, the cross set me free because I've been forgiven. I can forgive others for the things that they've done to me. The third thing, Jesus faced all my fears, my anxieties, and all my rejections. You know what? We're full of fear and anxiety today. And every one of us in this place has, at one point or another, faced some kind of rejection in our lives. And sometimes the fear and the anxiety and, and that rejection that we face in our lives can, can hinder us and can hurt us in, in a lot of different ways. But guess what? Jesus faced every fear. Jesus faced every anxiety. Jesus faced every one of those things that I face and all those rejections. And because he faced those things, guess what? I can get through the fears. I can get through the anxieties. And I can get past those rejections in my life. Amen. Give him a honk of praise this morning. 
I no longer have to fear death because Jesus defeated death on the cross. Amen. Isn't it awesome to know that I don't have to worry about when my time comes? When my time comes, guess what? I'm not going to die. This old flesh may die, but guess what? Oh, Pastor Tim, he's not going to die. Guess what? He's just going to change addresses. I'm just moving from this place to the next. Amen. I don't have to worry about death anymore. I can face the troubles of every day because Jesus faced them to give me victory. You know what? Jesus faced every single thing you could possibly face. And guess what? He overcame the world. He overcame all of those troubles and those trials. He put victory right in our hands and victory right in our laps uh, when he did what he did at the cross and when he finished the works that God sent him to do and those finished works on the cross. I can know that I am loved more than anything I can even imagine. You know, I, I feel loved, and I know how to love my children. I know how to love my wife. I know how to love you. I, I, I feel like God's put a love in my li uh, life and heart for people. But guess what? I'm an earthly person, and God says, I don't know anything about love. When I think about the cross, my friend, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's the ultimate of love. When I see the sacrifice that Jesus went through and all the things that he had to go through and how he was separated from his father and went through the cruelty that we, we put him through here on this earth, guess what? When I see that, that is a memorial to me of how much God loves me and how much Jesus loved me. Amen. Give him a honk of praise this morning. The last thing I want to share with you, the seventh thing in the cross, in the memorial of the cross, is I can enjoy the power that was given to me through the gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit is, is the person that we forget sometimes in churches to talk about. We're afraid if we start talking about the Holy Spirit, somebody's going to bring up tongues. And it divides churches and it separates denominations. But today, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the person of the Holy Spirit. you got to understand today that we have the Holy Spirit living within us. We have God inside of us today because we're saved and on our way to heaven. And Jesus went up to the right hand of the Father, and he sent the Holy Spirit to us to be with us at all times as a gift to us. And you and I have the Holy Spirit living right inside of us. Amen. We have the power of God living with us every day of our lives. Amen. That's because of the cross. That's because of the finished works. I remind the devil sometimes that when I feel weak and I don't have the strength and I don't think I'm going to make it through this battle, I remind him that it's not me that has the strength to get through. Guess what? It's Jesus living in me. It's the Holy Spirit living in me that will get me through and give me the strength to make it through the battle. Amen? That's what the cross did. Amen. Let me remind you of some things that you need to remember and put it in your memorial uh, every day of your life about the empty tomb. You know, we can go to graves, and I can go to my mother's grave, and I can go to my father's grave today, and there'll be a body in there, and there'll be a marker, and there'll be things there that remind me of them. But today, we serve a God who sent his son to die for us, and he went through a resurrection. And I don't know about you, but it's awesome to stand here to say that our Jesus, his tomb is empty today. He is no one there. Amen. I know because of the, uh, the resurrection and because of the empty tomb that I have hope for tomorrow. 
See, when Jesus, if he would have just stayed in the tomb and he didn't uh, uh, arose and he didn't arise and he didn't come out of the tomb, it would be a different message today. I, I wouldn't be able to say, hey, look, he died, but he's in heaven. No, there was an account. There was witnesses that saw him leave this earth. He was resurrected out of this place. So what that means to me is that gives me hope for the future. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that my eternity is taken care of and that just like Jesus left this place one day, I'm going to leave this place and go right up into heaven and be with my Lord. Amen. That's what the empty tomb means. I know I have opportunity to have that Adam relationship. I tell people this all the time. What you need is an Adam relationship with God. Now look at me kind of funny, and it's true. God created Adam and he created Eve for a special relationship, for a closeness that he wanted. He didn't want it to be an angel. He wanted it to be a human who was made in his likeness and his image to be able to choose to be close to him. Now that Jesus did what he did and he was arose and he's seated at that right hand of the Father and there was a resurrection and an empty tomb today, I can stand here and know that I can get as close to God as I want to get. Amen? We can get as close to God in a relationship as we want to get. God allows that to happen because our relationship with him was restored through the second Adam, and that's Jesus Christ. The tomb gives me the chance to be in relationship with God. Number three, I no longer have to fear or be bound by chains of death because of the resurrection. I don't know about you, but I used to. I spent a lot of time in my life worried about dying. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would have anxiety attacks and I would have attacks and, and I would think, man, I don't want to die. And all of a sudden, God truly at one point really spoke to me and spoke this word into me. Why do you fear death when I conquered death. I took care of it. I came up out of that grave and I'm seated at the right hand of the Father and because I did that, you don't have to worry about dying. You don't have to worry about death anymore. Amen. Give God a honk of praise. You know, even in death I win. Satan hates to hear a Christian say that. Satan, even in death I win. I cannot lose because of what Jesus did for me. Number five, I have... I now have power over the enemies and victory in my daily life because of, because of the empty tomb. Now I can live above my problems and not below my problems. Now I can look and say, hey, Jesus made it through all of this. He finished the entire works. He did it, and he gave me the authority to do the same thing. Jesus said these words, greater things you'll do because I go to my Father. Man, you really need to grab a hold of that because every one of us have something great inside of us. And because of the resurrection today, I don't have to live underneath. I don't have to be the tail. I can be the head. I don't have to be underneath. I can be on top. Amen. Let's give God a honk, honk of praise. Number six, and we're almost done here. I have eternal life that can never be taken away, away from me. It can't be taken from me. 
Satan can't steal that from me. He can't take that from me because Jesus did it. He sealed it. It's done. It's finished. And all I have to do is accept it and know that someday I'll be seated up there with Jesus. I don't know about you, but that's exciting to know that I truly have eternal life and Satan can't do anything about it. The empty tomb became the passageway for the Holy Spirit. It's awesome because when Jesus moved out, the Holy Spirit moved in and came out of that tomb, and that's when things really kicked into gear for you and I. You know, Jesus could only be with one person at a time, but the gift of God through the power of the Holy Spirit means that He can be with us. The Holy Spirit can be with all of us at all times, everywhere that we go. I don't know, there's no better gift that I can think of that God could give us than to give us the power and the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us every day of our lives. I challenge you today, let these memorials sink into your life. Don't live in defeat. Don't live in fear. Don't live in anxiety because all of these memorials, if you bring them back to your life and you remember what the cross means and if you remember what the empty tomb means, it'll bring you out of that dark place pretty quick because guess what? Our God is alive and well and he's seated at the right hand of the Father. Amen. He's taking care of us today. I'm going to leave you with this. How do we make memorials in, monu in these monumental days that we're living in? And how, how do we do this? You know, we have to remind ourselves daily, daily. Paul said the same thing. This is a daily thing. I don't know about you, but mine's getting down to where I have to remind myself every few hours. I have to remind myself by praying, by reading the word of God. By hearing his word. If you need an adjustment in your life today and you need to get to a place to where this, this Bible and, and, and the prayer that you do and, and the things that you do in your life, you need those markers throughout your day. I don't know about you, but we need to read our Bibles. We need to be praying because every time we pray, every time we read our Bible, it's going to remind us of the memorial of the cross and that empty tomb. We need to have those things in our lives the best way we can. We need to hear God's voice, amen? We need to hear him speaking to us every day. The cross we see every day are the markers. You know, every time I drive by a church, every time I see one on somebody's neck, every time I hold one in my hand, every time I see one on the, on the TV or by social media, when I see the cross, it's a memorial to me and it reminds me of his greatness and what he did for us. We need those memorials every day in our lives. And we need to be passing those down. You that have children and you that have grandchildren, man, we need to truly, truly, truly be passing these memorials on, especially today. Our children and our children's children need to be reminded of what Jesus did on the cross. Our children and our children's children need to be reminded of what the empty tomb means to us today. We should be doing all of this, making memorials every way that we can. Today, I want to close with a couple of questions, and then I want to pray for you before we leave today. The questions that I have for you is the cross and the empty tomb. Is it a constant memorial in your life? Is it something that you think about every day? 
Is it something that you're reminded of to help you and encourage you and lift you up every day? If it's not, it needs to be. It needs to be a focus of yours as a Christian or a focus of yours as someone that loves God. And if you don't know Jesus Christ and you've never met him and you don't feel what we're feeling today or you're not really knowing what, what Jesus did or who he is or how he did those things, today I encourage you to find someone, speak to someone who can share with you and help you and encourage you and teach you and show you what Jesus Christ did and how he did it for you and I. You know, you also will be making memorials as you leave this place today. It will continue in your life. Things will happen and you'll set memorials every, every day. Something will happen and you'll set a memorial. You'll remember this day or you'll remember that day or you'll, you'll remember this person or that person. So today I ask you to call on your memory. Call on your memory every day and remember the cross. Remember the empty tomb. Remember what Jesus did for you and I, and remember what he's still doing today because of the empty tomb. Amen. Let's give him a honk of praise today. I want to pray for you before we close today and as we leave today. Father, I thank you, Lord, out of the feebleness of preaching, and Lord, and my mind is... It has limits and it has guidelines. And Lord, today I thank you that your word is powerful. God, your word through the power of the Holy Spirit, it has the power to break chains and it has the power to open up and encourage lives and put light where there is darkness. And today, Lord, I pray for every single person under the sound of my voice today. God, I pray that they make memorials every day of the cross and the empty tomb. God, I pray that not a day goes by that we don't rejoice in what you did on the cross and the finished works of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that every day of our lives we shout and we rejoice because you didn't stay in the tomb, Father. You came out of the tomb and you're seated at the right hand of the Father and you've given us the gift of the Holy Spirit to walk with us and guide us every day. Lord, I thank you for that and I ask you, Lord, let it be a memorial in every one of our lives, every day of our lives. God, I thank you for your word because it makes us strong. It helps us. It gets us through. And today I pray for a special anointing on every single person under the sound of my voice. God, I pray for anointing on their lives. I pray for anointing on their family. God, I pray for protection for them. I pray that you move in uh, to their lives and their situations that they're struggling with. God, I pray that you move in and you touch them and you make yourself real to them. Let them feel you. Let them be able to touch you today because of the cross and because of the empty tomb. Today, Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. And we thank you again, Lord, that you've been with us today. Your presence is here. Whether it's outside, it doesn't matter. Your presence is here and the power is here because the word is true and forever settled in heaven. Today, we thank you, Lord, because you are our God. You are our Lord. You are our King. And, Father, today, you will take care of each of us. Lord, let us rest in you. 
Let us put our peace in you. Let us put our trust in you. And Father, from this moment on, Lord, let the memorials of the cross and the empty tomb just live and spring up inside of us every day of our lives. And again, Father, thank you for every single person that's come today. Bless them in a special way. And Father, we give you praise. We give you glory in your precious name. Amen. We would love for you to stay connected with us. Please visit our website at sanctuarychurchbeachgrove.org in which you can view our latest sermons and pay tithes online with our fast, easy, secure process by going to the gift page and clicking on the donate button. Like our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. If you need prayer, please email us at sanctuaryprayerpartners at gmail.com. View us live every Sunday on Facebook at 1030 in the morning. And remember, at the sanctuary, you have a safe place.